is Len Hughes, the voice of rock. Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big. And you're listening to Music Mania. I want you to want me. The dream police. Your mama's alright. Your daddy's alright. But just seem a little bit weak. Scream for me, Brazil! Scream for me, Brazil! So let's rock and roll all night! Come on every day! In the words of ACDC, we roll tonight to the guitar bite. And for those about to rock, I salute you. You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here is your host, Clint Schweitzer. I'm Clint Schweitzer, and this is the Music Mania Podcast, coming to you here on Valentine's Day, February 14th. My favorite holiday, it always has been, from making those really awkward, um, you know, Valentine boxes as a kid, and in elementary school, like being forced to give out a Valentine to everyone in your class, even uh, kind of the weird kids, the you know, the girl that you didn't think was cute, but now she might think you're cute. That now she thinks you're cute because you gave her a Valentine, but but now you're interested. Now 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 she's getting interested because she thinks you're interested. That's Valentine's Day in a nutshell, you know. Um, and I don't know that a lot of guys that listen to the show, I think you're going to agree with me here that it's. Really one of those forced holidays that just puts so much pressure on you that you wind up cracking under the pressure. I know that's the case for me. Like I just don't know what to do. I'm not a big like flowers and dousing with gifts kind of person. Like, I, I'm, I'm an event person. I like to plan events and do things and, and go on adventures and trips. Like When it comes to just a forced, awkward, intimate holiday... Not so much for me, but we have the cure for Valentine's Day. Why, you ask? Because heavy metal legends Anvil have released a new album as of today, guys. The album's called Legal at Last. And when it comes to virtues such as endurance, unconditional commitment, and a thoroughly down-to-earth attitude, Anvil are the measuring stick when it comes to heavy metal. And with the new album being released, we are going to be doing an interview with Lips Kudlow, the singer uh, from Anvil. Of course, many of you have seen um, the groundbreaking documentary, Anvil, the story of Anvil, which kind of chronicled Anvil's story, which is a band that um, really never made it big, but stayed the course and um, really kept at it. They've they've really, you know, been able to capture you know a, a lot, probably a new fan base um, as a result of that film, and have been able to sustain a very decent career. They're going to be back in America. We're going to talk about them touring. Uh, Lips is going to really um, you know bring you in kind of the 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 background as far as like the financials of touring and the financials of being a band like Anvil that, you know, doesn't sell a lot of records and kind of how they have to do it and the merchandise and how important all that is and how important it is for them to have gained, you know, good and solid management. It's a really interesting interview. And we had a couple of issues with Skype. So, um, tried to clean that up as much as we could for you, but it's been a a real pleasure for me because, you know, ever since I saw the film, I, I was aware of Anvil prior to that, but that, that film um, really kind of told the story to me in a new way that I wasn't really aware of and how they were, you know, formed in 1978 in Canada, of course, and uh, they, they kind of came out 
they had a song called Metal on Metal that was, uh, that was you know, a minor hit. And they were just never able, able to sustain that. And um, through d- various reasons. And now that they're still having this career, still able to, you know, release new music. And uh, the new album is actually killer. And uh, again, it's called Legal at Last. So check that out. You can go to the the, the band's Facebook page, go to the band's Twitter, and you can uh, see, and it's on all the digital platforms if you want to order it that way, Amazon and Spotify, things like that. So, you know, it's, it's a really important interview because I first remember hearing Anvil actually on the Sleepaway Camp 2 soundtrack when I was a kid. Yeah, that movie came out in like 1988, I want to say. And um, Anvil had a song on that movie. And I was like, I couldn't, it was just blew my mind. I was like, this song's awesome. Just some real like kind of like low rate metal song at the time. And I was like, wow, that's Anvil. I put it together years later. And so it's going to be a real pleasure to, to have Lips join us. And we have a lot of big things coming up. So hope you'll hit that subscribe button on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or Stitcher, um, and any way you choose to take in the show, uh, Google Play. We always appreciate that and hitting us up on our social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, certainly Instagram. Our website, musicmaniapodcast.com. That's going to give you all of our archive shows. I think we just hit the 160 mark, so it has been an amazing ride, and it's just our pleasure to continue to bring you interviews like what we have this week with Lips Kudlow. And I'll tell you, before we get to that interview, I've got to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. Guys, for over 22 years, a staple of the Northland, they buy, sell, and trade CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. And unfortunately, it's all coming to an end as of this May. So get in there these last couple months. Closeout deals are going on at CD Warehouse in Gladstone. Go in and see the owner, Randy Ringer, a lifelong friend of mine, and tell him Music Mania sent you, and there will be a discount, or it's on us. Busy time for Anvil, right? A lot going on. Just... Look. Oh yeah, legal at last just came out today, man. It's awesome. Yeah, the uh, video. Yeah, that's right. Literally just hours ago, um, and the video's great. Just came up uh, earlier today, man. Congratulations! I know that uh, the, and the album uh, is called Legal at Last as well. Comes out here in just a couple weeks. I mean, this is a crazy busy time for you guys. I mean, just take us through that. Take us through this process. What this has been like. This is a, a big album for you guys, isn't it? Uh, they all are. <laughs> Why yeah. isn't it? It's been nonstop yeah. 13 years now, ever since the movie. Been uh, nonstop, man. You know, it's all important. You got to keep, keep the, you know, keep the pencil sharp and keep writing. That's what we're doing. You know, it's uh, stand up and get counted. And uh, that's what it's all about. You know, you know, we're not. We're not out, out. Well, that's something that obviously is not happening to Anvil. It's, it's it's so wonderful to see. And you guys have a lot of dates coming up. you got dates booked um, overseas uh, coming up here. I mean, you got a big tour coming up. How do you feel about that? I mean, the, the, you guys have played a lot of dates. You've played a lot of shows. But, man, when you go overseas, I know it's a different deal for you guys. It's a big deal. The, we're, it's... It's where our biggest followings are, obviously, and it has been all along, right? So, yeah, it's a big deal. You guys head to France first. I mean, my gosh, France, you guys are going to the UK. Um, this is all through the spring and on, on into the summer, man. I I just, you know, I feel like that, um, do, you, do you feel like because of the film, because of Anvil, the story of Anvil, that this is, do you feel like it's kind of given you a new life or is this sort of where you feel like you would be even if the film hadn't come out that you would still 
that you would still be out there oh, plugging oh, away? Oh, and doing no, 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 no. The, the movie would never have happened without the band having a history. Yeah. And, 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 and we needed to be, we needed to have that history in order for that whole thing to work. Um, once, once, of course, the, the movie happened, it was really up to us to make sure that we, you know, writing songs, get on tour and get seen and be relevant and, and make music and be creative in this day and age and not live off our past. It was about making a new future. And that's what we've done. You know, a lot of bands might have, you might have gotten a resurgence from a movie and you would have fallen flat on your face because you're just not, you're not ready for it or you're, we're never good enough to begin with. But that's not the case with Anvil. We got, we got screwed in our earlier years and we had to persevere through a, a hell of a lot of shit until we could get back up on our feet, get, start working with uh, real producers and, and doing real albums like you're supposed to do, which should have been happening all along, but because, because of a lot of the infrastru infrastructure and stuff that happened around us on a business level disappeared, we had to take on the whole thing by ourselves until we could grab a hold again. Now, you got to understand that we're talking about all the years through the 90s when metal was not the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And per persevered, perseverance is the word that I think of when I, when I think of Anvil, and I'm just so glad that uh, you guys have been able to, to maintain the success here, uh, especially here in the 2000s. And your, your drummer, Rob Reiner, I mean, you guys have been through so much together. Anyone that's seen the film knows that that the relationship could probably be contentious at times, but you guys have gone through so much together. Just kind of talk about that working relationship and how, how you make that work after almost four, after 40 years. I mean, it's kind of incredible. It's, it's, it's actually more closer to 50 years, really. Yeah. Because, um, <laughs> the, the, most people don't realize that there was a long history even before it was called Anvil. I started playing with Rob in 1973. We were teenagers, right? Kids, literally kids. He was he was 15 and I was 17. So here we are 47 years later still doing this, right? So yeah, I mean, how do you how do you keep it working? You both we grew up together, you know what I mean? Yeah. How hard, is it to, how hard is it to keep it going when you grow up together? You, you, you just do. And to us, it's just natural. It doesn't, it's not something that, um, it's not something that you, you, you sit there and contemplate. You, it's just something that is, and we're lucky, you know, and you don't think about other people don't have that, that, that in their lives where they have uh, lifelong friends. Well, we do. And that's just the way it is. Um, you don't take it for granted, but you also you also uh, cherish it. And you hold on to it. And you make sure you make sure that you you have uh, respect between the the two of you. That's really ultimately what it comes down to. Um, very, very codependence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's you. We we took on the world together. It wasn't like had to do it alone, you know. It was a, a decision that t two teenagers made. We're going to go do this, 
and we and when I, when I say we really meant it, we really meant it. it. It's music. It's it's we love the same music and grew up with the same music and create music together, and that's what we do. Um, it, it's just really very very simple when it comes down to it. Well, this new album, Legal at Last, um, it, it's uh, your first album in, in, in just a couple of years. Uh, Pounding the Pavement was uh, the last record you guys put out. I mean, talk about kind of the recording process because you you talked about you know how important it's been to, to get the right producers and to really do albums the right way. And I think this is your guys' what your fifth or sixth albums. You know, since the film came out. I mean, this is. Do you feel like that um, you know Legal at Last is is sort of a, a progression? From pounding the pavement, well, kind of. Uh, well, yes, yeah, so every, every everything is connected, but sure. we're in, a, in the midst. We're in the midst of a momentum. You know, it's been thirty and it has been really nonstop, absolutely nonstop. So, um, you know, real quick, you know, we whenever we we got off, we just got a shit shit Wi-Fi. Something's going on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It could be from our end. We had this happen as well, so. Uh, no problem at all, man. But um, so for fans that are excited, you know, Legal at yeah, Last comes out February 14th. It comes out here just next, uh, you know, on Valentine's Day, pr- appropriate for an Anvil record to come out on Valentine's Day. Um, what what can, what can people expect from this? I mean, we we talked about how critically acclaimed Pounding the Pavement was. The fans received it really well. Just can what, what can fans expect from this? We, we've heard the single. It looks like this is going to be really hard driving, just in your face Anvil record. So, well, some people feel that it's the, the best record we've ever had. To tell you the truth, that's what's actually going on out there, <laughs> which is, I mean, I'm not surprised in a certain sense because we, it's the, the momentum, like I was talking about, has never been this, this intense. So I, I think that there's a certain truth to it. Um, probably the best album we've ever done. You know what? And I... I see that, and I I see it, and I feel it, and I feel it in the energy uh, in in the single and on the video. I'm so excited for it. Um, you know, we're here in America, Lips, and I know you guys have have, have toured America ex- extensively over the years. But you talked about how big overseas is for you guys. Is is it kind of is it more difficult to to do a full scale tour here in America? Do you feel like America fully embraces just metal, the art of metal, as much? I mean, it seems to me like it maybe doesn't, <laughs> and I and I live here, so. Well, the, to, do you want to? You want me to? You want me to blow air up your no, ass? I tell it like it is. <laughs> give, give it your honest, honest answer. <laughs> um, America is the most difficult market in the world. Yeah, yeah. And but part of the reason is because it's so um, bureaucratic and. And what do I mean by that? There are so many people that are involved in in getting you the publicity that it's almost impossible to do it. So much stuff has to be done for for something to get big in in America. It's just unbelievable, unbelievable amount of uh, hoops to jump and hurdles to get over and people to meet and and all the different bureaucratic aspects this person has to know that person that person has to know this person this favor has to be done for that person this uh, it's just a million contingencies 
for it to work. And uh, a very, very greedy and selfish business structure. Everybody's out for themselves. You've experienced that. Um, obviously, you, we I mean, saw that's, it in the film. That's, that's, been, that's been my experience for, for the last 40 years. Um, it, it's, I, it's not that I'm not saying it in bitterness and I'm not saying it in, I'm just saying that it's, it's a natural fact. It's very, very, very difficult. And it's not just because I'm a Canadian or an outsider. It's really, really difficult, even for the American bands themselves. The, 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 the bands themselves are not, not nice to each other. There's a level of such heavy competitiveness that they, they don't help. They don't help each other either. And that's not, those are not good. Those are not good things at the end of the day, because it actually stifles itself. It does. So it, yeah. These are, these are different aspects that, that I, I observe. And it's not that uh, it, it's no, not, not a bad thing. It, it, it's just the way that life is when you, when it's so hard to attain, you don't want to give anything away for free. Right. <laughs> it, it just it is makes the case. sense. You, you know, know you, you work so hard to get someplace. Why are you going to go and help another band out when it took you so much and so difficult to get to that position? Why are you going to help somebody out? Do you want their help? Um, and that's where buy-ons and, and all that kind of stuff comes into play. Um, in the sense that if you want to get on Metallica's tour, either you sell, uh, either you selling or worth, you know, uh, 20,000 tickets, extra tickets that they don't sell, or you, your record company or your, or your, whoever you're involved with gives them a buy on of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's, it's a yeah. way to offset their, off, offset their 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 expenses, and that's how the, the, the whole business works. It's not like okay, we're gonna we're gonna, I'm gonna pick pick and choose who I'm gonna put on my tour, and I'm gonna make them big. No, they're gonna pick and choose who's they're gonna put on their tour, depending on what they're bringing to the table. What what are you giving me? Not what I'm gonna give you. It's all about what are you giving me, and that. These are the things that make it extremely difficult to, 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 for bands to succeed in the United States. Not, not only that, um, there, there, there is no real infrastructure anymore. The record companies have all but disappeared. So there's no money. And there's no money in sales because no one is buying records anymore because everybody's streaming. And because everybody's streaming, there's no physical physical product to buy. So therefore, it's it's paying virtually fractional pennies to to yeah. a, to to a play to to to, to uh, uh, like to listen to it. So therefore, the bands are not making money from their from from their music. So what does that turn into? Well, <laughs> then it's how many T-shirts you sell. But how many T-shirts you sell is completely dependent on how many, how many people came to your show, how many people know who you are. So how do you get big? Yeah. That, it's, are you, are you, if you're understanding what I'm saying, I, it's, it's... Absolutely. It is, it is, it is, 
part and parcel to what it is. Now, having said all that, in, in everything is also extraordinarily trend oriented. Okay, uh, and and these are in, are other contingencies that that are also part of the business that that is very different in the United States than it is in Europe. There is no trends in Europe. It's there's a metal following. Period. It's not a trend. It's a following. Yeah. Period. It's not like it's in style to like metal. It's not about that. You either like metal or you do not. <laughs> okay, it's a way of life. Period. It it's is. Like, that's that's how it is in Europe, and that's what's different. And and the bands do help each other, and there is a whole. Um, really uh, uh, a camaraderie among all of it. Everybody, it's like a big, huge family and everybody helps each other to, and, and, and makes it all work. It's not, it's, it, it doesn't strike me as being a, as a competitive uh, playground as it is in, as it is in North America. It's just not the same thing. Well, given the financials, a lot of bands are having to become creative. I don't know. Do you guys do you guys do meet and greets or anything like that? I know that's a big well, thing course. a lot of bands are doing. Uh, uh, of course, because that's the only way to make yeah. money. Exactly. Which, but well, but it's a good thing. That's what I'm it's trying to tell you that that the whole the whole and complete model of how how uh, uh, the music business works has completely changed. It's not it's not what it was even 10 years ago. Okay. It's not yeah. even like that. It's, it's so changed. You're making music and creating music to advertise your brand name that you use to sell your, your t-shirts and your merchandise and ticket sales. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's gotten to the point where the big bands actually rent out stores in, in specific cities the week before to sell their merchandise because th that's the way that they can sell it without having to pay the promoters because that's how the promoters are getting paid is, is getting off their merchandise. So when, when you go and play, let's say you know, Madison Square Garden, the guy who, who rent, rented you that hall to play in and hired you, the promoter, well, he sets up the, he, he sells the, 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 your T-shirts and takes a huge percentage from that. So yeah. what it's gotten to, the bands want to make more money. So what they do is they go and rent stores in the, in, in the particular city that they're going to go play a week or two before and begin selling their T-shirts at this private store that they rented and not have to pay the promoter any money. And this is all, this is also opposite of, of it was whenever you were, you were young and getting into music. And I mean, that, that's, it was all about know. buying the albums. Right. And the music, it's not about that anymore. Right. The music you get, the music basically, you're giving it away for free. The music is, is, yeah. is your advertisement. It's like, it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm loving it. Like, <laughs> like but, McDonald's. <laughs> but, 
but you know, there's you know lights. It could be lights. They, they put that their advertisements on TV. It costs them a bloody fortune, and then you come in and buy their hamburgers. <laughs> that, uh, you're not, not buying what? the advertisement. You're buying the hamburgers. It's not in the same this, way that yeah, this, you're not buying the music. You're buying the T-shirts. <laughs> Yeah, not quite what I had in mind when I was buying Kiss Alive 2 as a, as a, as a kid. I, I didn't quite uh, see it that way. You know, I, I know Stephen Piercy from Rat. He said on our show that he makes solo albums just for the licensing, just in case maybe a, a movie or, or a commercial may need just a song for a commercial. And that's what he does it for. I mean, that's the, there's, there's licensing opportunities. But that's, in fact, the first time I ever heard Anvil was in a movie, it's Sleepaway Camp 2. <laughs> You remember that? Do you remember what song that was? No, I, I we had nothing to do with the licensing of that. Never got well, paid. Well, that's in, well that that's even. <laughs> well, more there's an example. That's from the old days. People, and even to even these days, people steal music all the time. It's it's it's, it's as common as Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's become a lifestyle. It's become a culture. It's become something that you don't even think about. It just, it's just kind of what it evolved to, which I do find highly unfortunate. Um, the song was straight between the eyes, by the way, which is an amazing song from right. uh, the uh, Strength of Steel album. Um, right. Lips, I tell you what, I'm I'm so pumped for this album. I, I, I'm so excited for you guys. I know it's going to be uh, a long and, and arduous tour overseas for you guys. Um, I can't thank you enough for fighting through bad internet connection to to join us today, my friend. It's something that we wanted to do for a long time. You're uh, someone that I've, I've, I look up to, to you. I look up to the band to, to for staying pat and for continuing to do this. Uh, I love you guys, man, and I really hope you nothing but success uh, here well, and now. And, up, and I, I, I love, I love the USA, and I, I, I cherish coming there, and I love. I, it's just an absolute dream come true to be, to be part of a touring band and going there. That even that is a real, uh, a real accomplishment. You, you, do, you probably don't understand that from a from from uh, your perspective, but yeah. trust me when I tell you, especially if you're a foreign band that you're not from the USA and you're going down to play, man, are you lucky to be able to do that because virtually no one gets to do it. And believe it or not, even a lot of many, many American bands don't even get to do that. It's really, really fucking hard, man. Well, here's hoping that that changes here on this new uh, on this new album, uh, which is called Legal at Last. Uh, tremendous. Uh, the video just hit today. Uh, check it out. Um, Lips, I tell you what, man, uh, we're going to next time you guys are in America, whenever it works out, whenever it happens, we're uh, going to come come yeah, check we'll you out down, and say hello. Man. We'll be down in September. We we're going to we come through after every record and we do at least at least 10 to 15 weeks of touring. So we got lots of we'll be there. If you don't, if we don't yep. show up, then it, then we get, you get forgotten. Yeah. And that's, it's the truth. And that, that's what I mean by hard work. It takes a lot of hard work to, to make a name in America. You gotta, you gotta go there in person and see the people eye to eye. Cause that's the only way you're going to get there. It's the well, only way to actually make it today because you need millions of dollars to pay for, for promotion to get you known otherwise. So the only other way is go to the town and play there. That's how you get the promotion. You got to actually show up. <laughs> 99%, 99 of life is being there. 
<laughs> well, that's what yes. it's all about. You're right. Uh, I I was told by my father that the best uh, ability is availability, and you know, you guys. Um, Congratulations, because I tell you what, most bands uh, they wouldn't be here, wouldn't be doing this, wouldn't not have kept this up. And that that's documentary or not, you guys absolutely deserve um, deserve this at this point in your lives. And always remember, quit, quit what you hate and do what you love. That's it, man. I love it, Lips. Thank you so much, man. We'll catch up soon. Best of luck on the album and tour, my friend. OK, thanks. And I'll speak to you again sometime. You Thank All you. Right. All right. Bye bye. Big thanks to Lips Kudlow to talk to us about the new album from Anvil. It is called Legal at Last and really getting into the financials of, of the struggles of a band like Anvil, even ones that can go and play in front of a decent crowd each night uh, that, that doesn't sell a lot of records. They have to rely on merchandise and meet and greets and other ways and other means of making money. And we certainly wish them all the best. Their perseverance is a, it's, it's a testament to who they are as people. Rob, drummer Rob Reiner, singer Lips Kudlow, they have been able to maintain this now for over 40 years. And that's really tremendous. And I'm glad that they're still able to have a career out of it. So we want to go ahead and thank you guys for everything that you've done. Uh, all, all the listeners, guys, I can't tell you how much it means to me. You continue to listen to the show, continue to provide feedback. It means the world. So please hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Again, the website is musicmaniapodcast.com. That's where you can get all of our shows archived. Uh, a lot of my show reviews are there. So please um, head on over there. Check that out. Always appreciate it. So we have some big ones coming up still. Um, get ready to interview um, Richie Kotzen, former Poison guitarist. He has a solo album coming out. Um, we've got Kevin Martin from the band Candlebox coming up as they'll be making a stop here in Kansas City. Coming up here, the Candlebox has always been a favorite of mine. I love those guys, and Kevin Martin's a great singer and great frontman. Going to be joining us, so a lot of big things coming up. Can't thank you guys enough for being a part of this. Here on the Music Media Podcast, we will be back at you next week.